0: This meeting is being recorded. What? Oh, yeah. That's that Zoom thing, isn't it? Of telling us that we're being recorded.
1: It is. Legalese now. They're going to tell you that you're being recorded. Like when you speed cameras and they've got to have signs. I just
0: noticed I'm on video as well because I haven't had the window open. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have I been sat here on video the entire time? Yes. Oh,
2: you certainly have.
1: <laughs> it's why I started it's... recording. You were scratching your balls and I thought, yeah, that's going on 10 to 12. friends of the finger guns welcome to the latest episode of the finger guns podcast this week i'm gonna be your host my name is sean davis and uh, i'm joined this week by I, I feel like i've i haven't said this in what feels like months and it probably is months greg hicks hi how are you doing
0: yeah i feel like a special guest yeah <laughs>
1: like a returning friend of the podcast Yeah, exactly um
0: because <laughs> i've reached the lofty heights of you know working a lot so i don't actually uh, Make time for you peons anymore?
1: Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> you know that's the nicest pee-, pee thing that anyone's called me all day. There's no, been was- a lot of other peas, but um, yeah, that's the nicest <laughs> one. One. A,
0: one of the soldiers called me a peon the other day, and I was like, "Wow, thanks." That's a big flex you've got there. <laughs> he dropped uh, some gloves on the floor, and he went, "Don't worry, the peons will pick it up." And I was like, "Oh, cheers, thanks." <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ! He was obviously
0: joking, but it was like, "Yep, thanks for making me know my place in society."
1: See, I know a few surgeons that wouldn't be joking. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there are some actually <laughs> um, How are you? You good otherwise? Yeah. Yeah. Usual. Standard. She's uh, We're also joined by Kat. How are you, Kat?
3: Hello, hello. I'm okay, thank you.
1: Are you wearing your cat ears?
3: I am wearing my cat ears. You yes. are? It's rude not to, really, isn't it?
1: Now that you have them, you've got to wear them
3: all yeah, the time. All the time. Even at work. Even in the most professional stance. I'm just going to
1: wear them excellent
3: if i go to a funeral i'm gonna wear them no I mean, i'm a bit disappointed they don't light up that's
1: it's just whatever well we can, we can amend them make them custom yes. there we Put go a, a couple of leds in there we should uh, do that and also some like christmas music or something like that oh, like, yeah going, and christmas ties where you press a button
3: yeah where well, you just press the headphones and they just sing to you
1: yeah you know gonna be, be, you know, be the uh, the toast of the town on twitch with your katias <laughs> <laughs> not uncommon at all <laughs> no, no not at all and uh last we are joined. lastly we are joined by miles hello again how you doing miles i'm very good thank you how are you sir i i'm very well thank you very much for asking me that was weird like, you're most welcome <laughs> that was that was odd i i understand ross is like kind of hesitance to be asked now i was like i'm the host <laughs> so i'm supposed to be asking you anyway uh ross uh, it couldn't be here this week he's not feeling very well and uh Toby is off being super dad so it's just us for this week and we thank you for all for joining us. Let's just get on with the podcast, eh? Uh, so let's start off with uh, our game of the week. Let's start with Cat. Cat, what has you been your game of the week?
3: Uh my game of the week has been the most thrilling game. Have you ever wanted to be a bus driver, Sean? All the time. Well, then I've got the game for you. Bus driver <laughs> not bus driver simulator (laughs) bus simulator 21 um so I was a bit dubious when um I took this on I was like yeah this might be okay I've always been intrigued about the the simulator games because you see all the YouTube videos don't you like the surgeon simulator and people make you know a lot of money kind of parodying them um but yeah so did bus simulator and actually as infuriating as the first probable hour was it's like when you follow the rules on Grand Theft Auto You know, it's, it's kind of soothing, kind of relaxing, but a bit of a fun game. Eventually maybe turns a little bit shit, but actually very cathartic, Um, especially when you do have like a stressful nine to five, you can just go around. It's insanely accurate. So if you actually are interested or you don't drive or you want to drive or you're interested in buses, you know, whatever it might be, or you are a bus driver, that's the game for you. Well, you might not want to play it if you are a bus driver, (laughs) but you know, it's, it's, it's insanely detailed for driving a bus. Who knew? Who knew that it would be so, so detailed. Um, there is like four different buttons just to start the engine. Um, you have to indicate, you have to pick people up, you have to make sure that nobody gets on the bus without a ticket. Um, and you just get to travel around the, the island that it's on, you get a city, you go through Chinatown, you get the bus stop on the right time. So there are like elements that actually is quite stressful. Um, but all in all, quite a relaxing zen game eventually they don't really give you too much of a tutorial i went in the car park of a little thing and they were like just drive around until you relax and that's well and good for the you know the controls of uh, you know any other game that has like a little go-kart or you know gta where you're just pressing r2 um but when you have to do like five different things just to you know turn the ignition it's really stressful not to just slam your bus into other buses or run people over, which actually costs you 200,000 euros. Um, uh, yeah. So, my Is that it? yeah, that was it. That was it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like how Buzz Simulator has put a price on life.
3: <laughs> put, put a <laughs> price on life. It's like you, hit a pedestrian, 200,000 euros. Um, yeah. And you can do that as many times as you want, as long as you don't go bankrupt. Uh, you can still drive. It's not like you get you know banned from driving.
1: Holy it's, shit. You just yeah. run someone over and just carry on.
3: Yeah, you just carry on your route. Like, just like, oops. <laughs> I go goes grandma you know. um uh, yeah so that's my game
1: how, how great would it be if you if you did this if you hit a pedestrian and then the game basically shut down for six months while you're awaiting <laughs> a court case your your license had been revoked you just to like
3: sign on at a certain time to attend your court date <laughs> and you so could good. like put your playstation forward so good. amazing
1: um yeah I've, i remember paul played uh Buzz Simulator 18, I think it was, the last one. Mm, yeah. And Paul is notoriously uh, known around our team for hating pretty much every game, apart from you know a couple that he sticks with and he's set in his ways. He actually liked Buzz Simulator 18, which <laughs> took us all by surprise. Um, yeah,
3: it is a strange one. It just catches you. Um, yeah, weird. My brother's playing Euro Truck Simulator at the moment and um, he said that he's tempted to give it a go and I remember... Um, I remember seeing an ad for Bus Simulator and they were like, if you're currently playing Truck Simulator 2, um, this is the game for you next. Um, so, Yeah, uh, yeah. well,
1: if, if, you're, if your brother is looking for a different game to try out Lawn Simulator, Lawn Mowing Simulator. That um, looks
3: banging. Now that I know what the simulators are about, I'm, I'm tempted, you know.
1: I know, there's, there's, a, there's two different types of simulator. You've got the simulator, which tries to be realistic and ends up being very zen like house flipper and lawn mowing simulator mm. and then you've got the other simulator which is iron bread yes. food simulator <laughs> just stuff that doesn't doesn't work yeah. um, on purpose so you know just so long as you don't get the wrong one yeah you're okay
3: otherwise otherwise you know you're going to induce a heart attack through stress
1: yes yeah. right miles what's your game of the week uh, Mine is Life is Strange True Colours. Oh, God um, damn, I'm so jealous. You
3: bastard!
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: i dare uh, <laughs> you. I remembered uh, the night before it was due to come out, I remembered it was coming out. And so I purchased it about an hour before it was due to, and then I had it downloaded for the next day. Um, I've played two chapters out of five so far, and it is hitting every kind of note that I wanted it to hit. So I was a little bit sceptical going into this one, because I really liked Life is Strange 2, but it just didn't hit me quite the same way as the original season and before the storm which like, I don't know if you guys have it but they're like certain games that are just like really close to my heart and which are like really important like gaming experiences I have and if anyone's ever like games can't be art it's like one of the series I would point to and say not true <laughs> um so I was a bit like I really wanted this one to really nail it and I was a little bit I'd kind of seen a little bit of the promo League up to it, and I was really looking forward to it but I just had set my expectations not very high because I didn't want to be disappointed by it Um, but it is hitting every single thing I could hope for. The music and soundtrack are absolutely on point like I couldn't have asked for any better so um, if you play the previous seasons you know there's kind of moments where it just lets you kind of sit down and take in whatever kind of atmosphere or environment you're in and it just plays a, a piece of music over the top of it and it just it completely nails it really really well. Um, The new characters are actually quite interesting. I'm really enjoying the story of it. Alex as a new protagonist is really, really cool. And actually her power is, I wondered if her power was gonna feel a little bit gimmicky, but I'm actually really liking how they're integrating her power and how it kind of fleshes out the way they deliver their narrative. Um, So in terms of the story, it's just really well delivered. Um, Both chapters so far, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but in terms of how the chapters are running, And the kind of emotional points that it hits, it's really kind of, you know, nailing it for me. I've already had a couple of moments where I'm like, oh, my God. Um, So it's everything I could have hoped for and probably a bit more. Um, So, yeah, I think they've really knocked out the park. I'm really excited to play the other three chapters of it, thoroughly enjoying it. And, yeah, I just can't wait to see more of it. So, yeah, absolutely recommend it what I've played so far.
1: Excellent. My my friend got to chapter four (laughs) last night and messaged me with, holy fuck, so um... oh no
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure i'm ready sean
1: (laughs) (laughs) you'll have to let me know when you get to a moment that says that that makes you say holy fuck and uh... i mean
2: there's already been two to be fair there's already been two that have got me a little bit um but i suspect yeah it's always chapter four or episode four that's when they always have their really big like Oh my fucking god moment. Like yeah. in the f- in the first season, I think it was the end of episode four as well.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: so yeah, no, that, that doesn't bode well
1: for me. <laughs> Great. Have you got the Jurex? Not Jurax.
2: <laughs> what
1: I came wow. back to the word Jurax then. Well, what what is going on here? Not the Jurax, the um tissues. <laughs> what am I thinking? Kleenex, Jesus. <laughs> so the, 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 <laughs> the two go together, I guess. I was
2: gonna say that doesn't oh, make it any dear. better now um yes i do have my uh, emotional tier capturing facilities ready excellent <laughs> i was gonna uh, say one one comes before the other but something else comes before the jesus other jesus christ
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is sacred so good sad uh, i'm not taking it in turns no <laughs> <laughs> why
1: not man all friends uh, carl <laughs> uh miles have you seen the tibetan flag Uh,
2: I haven't actually spotted it yet, no, Um, but I know there's a bit of a controversy around it,
1: isn't there? Uh, Yeah, currently the game is being reviewed by Chinese gamers who do not recognise Tibet as a place, Uh, despite it being on most maps. um... (laughs) (laughs) On pretty much all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I was just wondering if you'd spotted the Tibetan flag. And also, if you get chance, um, Mm -hmm. there there are certain chapters where there are licensed music songs in the game uh, if you if you go to the options and turn off licensed music, mm-hmm. uh, the, it, this game in, unintentionally becomes an incredible comedy because the music just stops. Oh <laughs> but but you can still hear the feet squeaking and stuff oh. as I uh, as as characters are rocking out to the music. Okay, watched... I, I. Oh, sorry. Carry on. I've watched a couple of Twitch streamers play certain sections of this game. Um, and it is hilarious, because obviously they're not allowed to play the licensed music, and suddenly they go from, oh, I'm I'm an emotional wreck, to, what the fuck is happening?
2: (laughs) Oh my god, do you know what, as soon as I finish the game, I'm going to go back, because I know there's two scenes already, which I already know have really cool licensed tracks on them, which make the scene so much better, but I know that if I then go and turn that music off, it's going to look so cringeworthy and ridiculous, so (laughs) that's going to be my post-game thing to go do now, so I will uh, record it for you.
1: (laughs) Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, Greg, what is your game of the week?
0: Uh, surprisingly enough, it's not going to be Deathloop because it's only just finished installing. So ask me next week and you probably
1: will be. You co- you're coming next week. I really no, need you to be I just here. thought
0: I'd say that as a, as a gesture. I need um, you to come
1: next week to talk about Deathloop because I'm going to have it. Paul what, Ross is going to have it. The other reason
0: I'm here tonight is because I can't train jiu-jitsu because I'm covering the on-call. So.
1: <laughs> Do it from yeah. the map, man. Dedication where you've been thrown through the air. Yeah, <laughs> that'd just
0: be weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> so, um, it's not my game, my game of the week is no, it's not Deathloop, unfortunately, um, which is a shame because this goes out the day it comes out. Uh, no, my game of the week, short and sweet, which I wasn't expecting to like, is Watch Dogs Legion. Now, I'm not going to wax lyrical about how great the game is because it's really not. It's milk toast. It's a very boring, on paper. It's just another generic open world game. But i'm Kind of enjoying it because it's just something different. Like, I got oversaturated with open world games, and like, I'll you know, I'm sure I'll play GTA 5 when it gets the free upgrade. Is it getting a free upgrade or a full price upgrade?
1: Uh, the PS5 version,
0: yeah,
1: uh, it's out, so I think it's just a, like a free version. No, no, the one that's getting next year that's been put back till March. Oh, I don't know. But
0: the update, the whatever next gen port it was getting,
1: I don't know. I'm sorry,
0: okay. Um I'd ask Paul, but he never turns up. Um, so, uh, yeah, my mate sold me the PS5 version of Watchdog: Losing for a tenner, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's got terrible voice acting. It's what people who don't live in London think London is sound like. Um, it's basically like violent EastEnders, but I'm kind of enjoying it. I don't like the... Re- yeah. It sounds like I'm slagging the game off, but I'm enjoying it. But sometimes you, you have that kind of game where you go, this is a bit crap. I'm going to see it through. And in a nutshell, that's why I'm kind of enjoying it. Like, I did have a cheeky moment standing on a drone, flying into Buckingham Palace, nicking some tech points, fiddling around with their flag and zipping back out. And it's like, nah, digital anarchy, that kind of thing. But then I'm conforming to what the game wants me to do. So, you know, yeah, weird. Um, yeah, short and sweet. I don't know why I'm enjoying it, but I'm enjoying it.
1: I'm in the same camp as you. I- I've actually got the Platinum Trophy in it, and I don't know why. Because it's not a very good game, is it? I mean, it it's not bad. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's a mid. It's a middle. It's
0: a it's a milk toast game. It's the middle of the line game. It's just
1: it, it, yeah. It, it felt like more than anything, like a playground to just mess around in. And because it was in London, I feel like I've got a, more of an attachment to it than probably. yeah, yeah.
0: We're like we out of blind patriarchy kind of thing. Like the reason we watch England play football,
1: well, well we don't. What? Well, we don't support football. I mean, me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's it's not even that it's the fact that like i can go around a location and i can recognize streets and stuff and be yeah like, i mean obviously it's oh. a
0: miniaturized version but i'm like oh yeah i've been down there and stuff like yeah, that yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah like, you can't, can't get from you know, one side of london to the other in yeah. like the, the five minutes it takes in the game especially with the lack of traffic in this area well. So that's not realistic <laughs> that, yeah that's the first thing i said was like <laughs> this fuck is off for
0: the- my driving <laughs> across lambeth in three minutes um yeah like I mean, the disconnect I have is that you recruit people who are annoying, and like, I know some of them don't like when you you get Helen, who's the 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 poster poster boy, poster old lady for the game, and she can't crouch, she can't sprint, and that's because she's old. But then when you recruit like uh, like a, a middle aged barrister off the street, and then suddenly she's your operative and she knows she knows judo, she knows Krav Maga, you're like, mm, does she? It's, that's the disconnect and like people are talking to you like you're the mastermind behind it and it's like really because five minutes ago I was just trying to help her out and now she's bam super parastered but at the same time the, <laughs> controls, the controls and gameplay remind me of Blacklist the uh, Splint Cell Blacklist yeah. that fluid cover to cover shooting which in the absence of a Splint Cell game um, yeah it fills that very tiny gap but I imagine it will probably get put on the back burner now I've got boot. So yeah, short and sweet, my my game of the week is Watchdog Legion. And I'm not really selling it because I haven't even touched the second game. The first one just put me off so much because it was shit. But it's like, oh, maybe there's some big global conspiracy and it's not. It's just because your colleague sniffed around something and then you had to lose your niece. Or is it niece or nephew gets killed? I can't remember which one of the two. And I thought it was going to unravel some big global thing. And no, that's literally it. The old boy you fight at the end, is just a bit of a cock. It's like, oh, <laughs> all
1: right.
0: And yeah, that just, I, I, I spunked out 90 quid for the deluxe edition of that.
1: Jesus. Yeah. Is that with that one with the statue in it?
0: That's not with the statue. It was awful. And then nice fold out box, which is quite a nice presentation box. But if you don't like the game, then it just feels a bit cheap.
1: I know we're going off on a tangent here, though. But I mean, it, it, when when Watch Dogs was announced, like that felt like a worth worthy game yeah. to spend ninety pounds on. <laughs> like it That's looked funny. like a complete game changer.
0: Well, my my brother bought the PS4 Watch Dogs bundle. Oof. Yeah, because he was so sold on it, and we were like, "What looks amazing!" And you know, we all know now about twenty fourteen with its um over overhyped pre-rendered video shenanigans. But yeah, he bought the bundle. I bought the 90 quid one at midnight launch. Toby's brother, Pitt was there as well, buying it. Um, And then it was wank. So I needed some Durex and Kleenex to clean it up. (laughs) So yeah, it was just uh, that. This is, yeah, let's get back to current events. But yeah, so 10 quid a pun on a PS5 game. Just to have at least one physical PS5 game in my collection, I was like, yeah, give it a go. And I'm plodding my way through it. Fair enough. Let me Hades. know if you have Play finished.
1: Hades. <laughs> yeah. I'm I got actually... the true ending on Hades last night. I was so excited. Did you know? Yeah. Do you know if that's like a, a trophy? Like, this is going to break me up probably because... There is a trophy
0: on it. There's achievement slash trophy um... for it, yeah. Damn it. And I'm looking at the thing is, I'm looking at the list of trophy uh, achievements because I've got the Game Pass version and I've also got it on the PC as well with Game Pass. <laughs> and there's so many things I've done on that that I've done in my Switch version. I'm like, oh, I kind of want to trade my Switch and then just play that one and get the achievements or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. I'm going to have to get it. What's uh, your game of the week? My game of the week, I'm just going to talk briefly about the Call of Duty Vanguard beta. So, I said that I wasn't going to cover another Activision game and um you know things haven't really changed but i mean we got a code for this and i had a free weekend and i genuinely went into this with like a sour taste in my mouth that i didn't want to play it and i tell myself this every year that i'm not going to buy the new Call of Duty game i just don't need it and it turns out i do need this one <laughs> it's good uh it's it's really good in fact the the beta came with three maps uh each of which were really well designed it got a lot of different uh capabilities for different play styles so uh, this one map was red star where you've got lots of elevated places and hotels that look across the street from one another but you've also got lots of corridors and little uh, kind of hideaways where those people who like to get close up close and personal can hide away Um, another one on the map is like a a tropical island with a ship which is beached in the middle and on top of that beach is like a crow's nest basically if a sniper gets in there they control the whole map but it's it's like a rush to try and control that section, and it's got lovely little like medium range locations with loads and loads of cover down the beach. You know those like kind of uh, I don't know like they're tide breakers where you got like sticks with planks between them that you usually see down in Brighton or whatever. Uh, there's loads of them that you can hide behind. It's it's great fun that map is. But genuinely, it, it feels really a lot of things
0: they put on the beach to to catch ships coming in. Not those no. things. You mean the big, the big. you see it, like the intro, I say with Private Ryan, they put them all on the beachfront, and the tide went out. Those things.
1: No, I don't think that is. No, I don't think that's. Oh no, right.
0: no I'm talking like the big, big bits of metal. Sorry, I'm thinking. No, no, else.
1: I'm thinking. Do you know, like, you basically see poles sticking out of the ground, and between them are like planks, which kind of the sand banks up them. I don't know. I don't know how best to describe them or the purpose of them. I don't know why they exist, or but they they exist in this game as cover like destructible cover it's, it's it's pretty cool um but the, the new mode that's coming so gun game isn't returning from um cold war and a lot of people were asking for the war mode from world war ii to come back neither of those modes are coming back what we're getting instead is a mode called capital uh, sorry um champion hill where basically you start as a, a single player a duo or a trio and you have 12 teams and those 12 teams rotate uh, against t- timed games against each other in very like fenced off areas when there's within this bigger zone and the idea is to be the last team standing with any lives every time you killed you lose a life and if you lose all your lives your team's knocked out and it's so quick and so like precise you've only got a couple of minutes to get on this 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 opposing team and kill them it's it's a it's a the, the games design is great the the, the maps apart from the fact that you're all together in this big zone, so you can hear fights going on somewhere else, so it's a bit distracting, but the, the level design itself is, is really smart. What really kind of wound me up at the start of this was the fact that you everyone starts with the same weapon, and you can then, every time you kill somebody or you win, you get money, and you can spend that money on either new weapons or to upgrade the one you've got. The problem is everyone just upgrades the same weapon, so you get the same weapon and then you just keep upgrading it as you, get, as you go through. So you d- you don't really have that much variety in the game. And that's for like two days of the beta, that's how it felt. But towards the end, you saw people starting to go, why am I doing this? Why am I racking up this cash and then just chucking it on the same gun? And then you'd see people getting like machine guns and stuff. So you'd go up against a team later in a match and you get a guy stood up on top of like a freight car- flake carrier, just absolutely mowing down all the wood in the area because he's got such a massive clip on this machine gun. It's great stuff. And it was a really great mode. And I, I hate to say I'm gonna to have to get this game. And uh, I, I look forward to playing it when it comes out. I think it comes out November 5th. <sighs> I know. Oh dear. I know I was hoping to see the resignation <laughs> of oh, I wanted to hate this. <laughs> but it, it was it was one of these things that was like, you know, I just I, I don't really need another World War II war fantasy game in in my repertoire. I already have plenty, some of them which I've never turned on and it's like god damn it this game is actually really good and when it comes out it's gonna have zombies and a new war zone map so i know none of this appeals to any of you or maybe maybe cat maybe miles i don't know greg i know this appeals to nothing appeals to you um but you know i'm there day one unfortunately right i'm happy for you thanks yes um so that was the game of the week let's crack on with a quiz so, Greg, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast for a while. Uh, um, you did a new format, didn't you? Yes, we've got a new format now. So basically, is it because
0: I was being so good at the other one?
1: Uh, no, it was just the fact that I was getting really bored of doing crap questions all the time.
0: You mean because um, I was really good at getting them?
1: Yes, that's
2: right. Yeah. <laughs> I,
3: feel like, I feel like this is kind of like when someone does their GCSEs and their little sister has to come along and their little sister is six years old and has no idea what a GCSE is. Like, and I'm against Miles and fucking Greg. Play more games um, then? This?
1: play more video (laughs) games problem solved (laughs) Um, so basically I have a list of 10 games and each game I have 5 facts Um, if
2: you (laughs) just
0: bit Call of Duty, Fortnite, Minecraft
1: yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, all the shit that no one plays
1: if if you guess the game on the first fact you get 5 points if you guess the game on the last fact you get 1 point and at the end, we'll toss up and find out who... I can. like
0: it. Are we still doing buzzers and stuff?
1: Yes, we're still doing buzzers. So oh, okay. Let, let me... Please, cat. tell me that you've got Pika Pika. Obviously. <laughs> I it, wouldn't have,
3: have any other one. Wait, oh, you want me to play it? Hang on, mate. Like, uh...
1: Come on, please. Love it, love it. Uh, Miles? Finish him. I like it. Greg Loop?
0: No, oh, you guys are going to fucking love mine.
1: What the fuck oh is that? <laughs> what was that? It's Vega from Street Fighter 2. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
0: At least that we no doubts as to who fucking buzzes.
2: Yeah, yes. that's pretty distinctive,
0: that
1: one. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, right. So, question one. So, the first fact. This is a first-person shooter that was released in 2012. Cool. No guesses. Okay. Fact two. It was originally released on the PS3, Xbox 360 and PC, but was ported to the Xbox One and PS4 in 2014 as part of a collection. Finish him. Miles? I don't even know, I'm going to say Wolfenstein? No. Greg?
0: Mm, Gears of War? No. No, No. Okay. You get to guess again when the next point comes up.
1: Yeah, you guess. Oh, you're not out
0: of it. Okay. No, no,
1: you can guess whatever you want um, for each fact, but you only get one guess per fact. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Fact three, it was published by Two K. (laughs) Fuck. Greg. It's Borderlands. It's not Borderlands. Oh. Miles. Is it Borderlands Two? It is. (laughs) Oh, you want the actual game, not the series? (laughs) Yes. Right.
0: (laughs) So when you said it's part of a collection, I thought you meant series. Okay, fair enough.
1: Well, it was released in 2012, so I like, you know, got to give the actual game name. No, no, fair. That's right. Okay. Right. Uh, Question two Fact one It's a first person shooter that was released in 2013. Uh, Greg?
0: Bioshock Infinite.
1: Correct. <laughs> oh my <laughs> fucking
3: god! Phenomenal, well
2: played.
1: Uh, so the my other phone facts...
3: keeps locking. Well that I'll get any of these answers, but <laughs> uh,
1: so the other facts were: it was published by Two K. Um, it was the last game to be developed by the creator before it was restructured and rebranded as something else. Uh, fact four was that the DLC for the game was called Burial at Sea, and fact five: the lead character is called Book of the Dewitt. Nice. Uh, question three. Fact one. This is a first-person shooter released in 1996 for MS-DOS. <laughs> Greg? Blood? No. Anyone else? No. Okay, fact two. It's a sequel to a 2D platforming game that was released in 1993. <laughs> Greg? Unique and 3 you fucker. <laughs> uh, um, so the other facts were in the game's second episode players can find an easter egg in the shape of the monolith from 2001 A space odyssey uh, the fourth fact was a 20th anniversary edition uh, world tour edition of the game was released in on consoles in 2016 and finally the lead character is released by john st john okay question four this is a multiplayer first-person shooter released in two thousand and seventeen. Greg, PUBG, no. Um, fact two: in October two thousand and nineteen, this game was made free to play. Greg,
0: oh. Fuck okay, it, I'm taking a punt on these. Um, uh, no, gone.
1: Okay, Fat three. It's oh, a... so you're not hearing mine. Oh, sorry. Oh no, I've sorry. Played it twice. Sorry, I haven't heard. It's also they. Go on, have a guess. Battleborn. No. Oh. that was
0: 2016, I think. Oh.
1: Okay, Fat three. It's a sequel to a game that was released in
0: 2014. What well, went free to play?
1: Okay, fat four. In the game, you play on Earth, the Moon, Mars, and other <gasps> celestial looking Fuck, Greg, Destiny? No, no. <laughs> I can hear her finish him.
3: Just I'll finish him, like really quietly. That's no,
0: <laughs> really it, quiet. Turn but... your phone volume up, wasn't it?
2: I've turned it up maximum. I don't know why it's not getting get closer it very to
1: long. the microphone. then. Yeah, sorry. Hold on. I'll hold it behind the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving it to you, Kat You can't come in and steal it, <laughs> Miles. Destiny Two. Correct. Oh, I'm getting beaten by sequels
2: here. <laughs> yeah, you are.
3: <laughs> um, and do you know what? It happened to me and Ross in the last like couple of quizzes. I, oh. I'm so glad it's happened. To some people as well. Ross Don't
1: Ross really has stole a, a several of these from Kat One was Street Fighter, and he won Street Fighter Two, and it was correct, and it was nice. Um, but the last one oh, nice. Last... <laughs> The, the last fact was a recurring character in the game is called Cage Six. Okay. Uh, yeah. Question five A free to play Battle Royale shooter which was released in 2019. Oh. Greg? Apex Legends? Correct. Damn it. <laughs> oh. So the other facts were the game surpassed 25 million players in, at the end of its first week, 50 million players by the end of its first month. Fact three was the current season for the game is called Emergence. Fact four was it features characters called Crypto, Fuse and Octane. And fact five was it was developed by Respawn. Okay. Oh, welcome back, bro. Oh, thanks. It's good to be back. You do really well to- <laughs> I know. <laughs> Crushing it, mate. Crushing it.
3: You are.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, but like, it's a good job, Ross, isn't it? He gets really ang- angsty at this, uh, this version of the quiz. Uh, okay. Question six. Fact one. It's an online multiplayer action game released in 2019.
0: I do not got a guess. I just wanted to make that noise. Okay. <laughs> I'm stalling because I can't think of one. Multiplayer game. Oh, fuck it. Has gone?
1: <laughs> Anybody got a guess? Um, no. no. Okay. Uh, fact two the game was developed in the Frostbite 3 engine. Oh. Okay, Fat 3. I mean,
0: don't wait for my approval.
1: (laughs) I I wasn't, I wasn't. Um, I was about to do it anyway. Uh, Fat 3, it won the best PC game and best action game at the 2018 Game Critics Awards. (coughs) Greg? It's not Genshin Impact, is it? It's not. Kat?
3: Is it Battlefield? It's not. Wait, is that because it's not the first Battlefield? It's a Battlefield 1, it's a Battlefield 2, it's a Battlefield 3. It's Look, Battlefield I'm just going to give you a
1: hint. It's not Battlefield. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, Fat Four. The game's being reworked post release, but was eventually cancelled in February 2021. Finish, finish. <laughs> Miles? For doing enough times, it's Anthem. Anthem, correct.
0: Yes. Did you tell me off for cancelling out my noise ones? Uh, yeah, but I heard it like seven times. Oh, because it was a shorter one, it finished right. I, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I, I didn't know. I did even know it was anthem, so
1: I'm not even getting pissy about it. Uh, <laughs> I just I thought, d- double standards. Well, no, Greg, the, the reason why I didn't hear yours is because I actually never heard it. So w- when you click it and you you give me like, a, uh, I don't hear it. Whereas I hear, <laughs> if I hear, finish in, finish in, finish in, finish in. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> question seven. This is a co-op-only action-adventure game released in 2017. Finish him. Miles? A Way Out? Correct. Yes.
0: Nice. I was going to put No Way Out, which I always keep doing, so well done. Uh The second fact was it was the... Day- God, did you just go yes to Miles getting that then?
3: No. No, I didn't say anything.
2: Oh, Miles- did Miles do it? I don't it I might have been Miles Oh, yeah, yeah, I think, I think, I think- I did it to myself. Yeah,
3: sorry. <laughs> I'm not rooting for him. Fuck him.
2: Wow. Hurtful, man. I'm um,
3: starting zero points. You can shush. <laughs> for,
2: every, for, every, for every
0: extra point that Miles beats me, a pound goes onto the top of the um, copy of Death he's buying.
3: Oh,
2: that's
1: not- <laughs> oh man! Oh, my stubbornness <laughs> won't
2: even let me not, not try and win.
1: <laughs> um, the other facts: were, it was the debut release for its studio. Fact three was it features a large number of mini games, including arm wrestling, Connect Four, and an arcade game called Grenade Brothers. Fact four: the, pa- the plot involves a gem called the back, Black or Love. And uh, fact five was it was published by EA under their EA Originals program.
0: six, the director is
1: mental. Yes, for Hollywood, what he said. Um, Okay, question eight. This is an open-world action-adventure game released in 2009. (coughs) Greg? Minecraft? Incorrect. Ah. Anyone else? Miles? Assassin's Creed 2? No. Oh. They're both good puns though. Um, Fact two, it is set in a location called Empire City. Greg? Infamous 2? Incorrect. Oh. Finish him. Miles? Is it it Infamous (laughs) 1? It is Infamous (laughs) 1. Wow.
2: wow, I'm so sorry, Greg. I can why? see, I
3: can see weeks and weeks previous of just me and Ross and just being on the other side. I can, I can. It's, just, it's
0: hard. Oh, I thought Infamous one was earlier. That's
2: why I, I thought that as well because I thought Infamous and I was like, no, that was that was quite a bit earlier. I think,
1: think Mars beating me actually, and it was in New Marais. Um, so fa- oh, the second
2: one,
0: yeah, it's down south, isn't it? Oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, 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 yeah. New Marais, New Orleans, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, fact three was the villains include the Reaper Gang, the Dustmen Gang, and the First Sons. Uh, the fact four was DLC of the game release released called the Gigawatt the Blade.
0: Vampire thing.
1: Um, and fa- that was that was infamous too. His Oh fuck it. <laughs> the Blood Festival one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and fact five, the lead character is called Cole, McG- Cole McGrath. Okay. I question changed. nine. Fact one: an episodic narrative adventure that begins began in october 2013 jesus uh greg tell us in the borderland incorrect is it borderlands no, no. <laughs> <laughs> i would not be that much of a dick <laughs> um, um miles. miles life is strange no uh, oh. gas any worthy gas No.
3: Okay. No. No. No.
1: Okay. Uh, fact two: It was based on a graphic novel series. Greg. Watchmen. The end is Now? No. Oh. Finish him. Miles. The Wolf Among
0: Us. Correct. Nice. Oh, it's wow. actually Amongst Us. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It's not. It's not. It's not. I don't think it's. I got. I don't think it is. <laughs> it is. It's The Wolf Among Us. It is. Um, it. Because there's so, a big debate about whether it should be amongst or among us. Because it kept coming on my fucking spell check when I was writing about it once.
2: Oh really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. Depends on who you ask in the grammar world.
1: Uh, so fact three was it features vocal performances by Adam Harrington and Dave Fenoy. Fact four was, was... Fenoy. I know. I don't know why I just done <laughs> that. <laughs>
0: Fenoy. Fenoy. Fenoy.
1: <laughs> polloi Fenoy. Anyway, um, fact four. It was set in the 1980s New York setting. And uh, Fat Five was the lead character's name is Bigby Wolf. I was crying out for you to get that right, Kat.
3: I got the last one right, didn't I? About the Wolf Among Us. I beat Miles to it. Oh, Miles you just did. literally beat me to it. it. Something happened there, but I remember getting getting it last time. So right. okay. I just
1: realized that question ten is an absolute dick. So let's just do this anyway. <sighs> Fact one: A three D platformer released in nineteen ninety eight for the PlayStation n sixty four and PC. Finish him, Miles. Bubsy 3D No no. Oh. <laughs> this could Confident. be anything <laughs> I don't imagine uh, Greg gm 3D No Kat Any 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 jabs Any guesses
3: No like, Okay That ukulele What well, not ukulele What's his name Ukulele That one No I can't remember Do you but, know what I'm trying to say what, though
0: Banjo Kazooie Yeah
2: Banjo Kazooie Oh that one The one, yeah. one that was
0: made by Rare That wasn't on PlayStation <laughs>
3: Listen, a <laughs> guess doesn't mean I'm c- confident about the fucking answer. <laughs>
1: okay. Fact two. The game is called...
0: I didn't actually mean to do that. Sorry. Please finish the point. Please finish the point you were making.
1: Greg, what what was your answer, mate? I'm going to have to mock you out of this. this fact. Croc, Legend of the Gobbers? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a decent pun, though, I tell you. Um, uh, so, fact two was it was called Spintail in Japan. Spintail, Tail Oh. Okay. (gasps) Wait.
3: What what was the date? What was the date?
0: Well, you're Googling it.
1: Yeah, yeah, right now I'm
3: Googling it. (laughs) Yeah, right now. (laughs) No, Spintel. Is that not Crash Bandicoot?
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fact three the lead character was voiced by English actor Leslie Phillips in the (laughs) European version. Greg? Yes, Legend of the Geckos.
0: Oh, sorry, no, it's just get, Enter the Gecko, isn't it?
1: Fuck yes, I'll take it. <laughs> nice, fair. <laughs> Jesus Leslie Christ. Phillips
0: was the old smoothie, wasn't he?
1: Yes. Uh, so, Fact 4 was going to be developed by Crystal Dynamics, right. and uh, Fact 5 was the main villain in the game's called Rez. Oh, or yeah, you said
3: maybe, maybe no 64. Well. What a fucking douchebag. I'm sorry. No, not you, me. <laughs> I just
1: hate the fucking quiz. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's top <tuck sighs> these up. So, we've got... I think Miles has got that. I don't know. I think it's going to be a close one.
2: You got a couple of answers first time.
1: Miles has three, four, five, six, seven, 12. Oh, this one's going to be close.
2: I'm so tense right now. I think I've won it. you swooped in for the win. Yeah,
3: I think I have, yeah. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, Greg's taking the lead.
1: Oh, no. I'm I'm saying, oh, no. I don't want Greg to feel like I'm not, oh, no. I'm just (laughs) like, I thought this was going to be close. It's not just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I didn't think so. He got a couple of answers
2: first time, Yeah. Like some loads of points.
1: Well, well, um, Miles got 16 and so far I've counted 20 for Greg, so I've uh. not seen your name on here yet, but uh, I'll keep trying.
3: No, I'm definitely there. <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah, de-
1: definitely <laughs> thought, yeah, yeah, definitely thought, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I've typoed a few times. Yeah,
3: Miles is a hard name to spell, so I get it.
2: Yeah, I mean, and also to be fair, I think Greg would have won by a further margin if he'd have got his uh, numbered sequels correct. Yeah, oh,
1: yeah, Uh, okay. So that was the quiz for this week. Well done, Greg. Well, returning winner again. Um, Yeah, I'm gonna have to figure out like some kind of way of of making this.
3: I feel like Greg needs to like start a study group, (laughs) one that I can be a part of, please.
0: What to give the history of my gaming knowledge onto you,
3: yeah, obviously, or you could just
0: read more. I don't even play half the games on the answers, or I just know random <laughs> trivia over the years from like mags and websites.
3: Exactly. The, that's your homework. I don't have the time to read mags and two in these games. Oh.
1: You think it's great? you are like a sponge. Yeah. Like you walk past a game and you go, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, it just it just fits in my brain. Just... Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Every time you do like, like family name just drop out of your head. Like, you know, you don't know the name of your cousin anymore, but you do know um, all of Four the year games. Yeah, but it came out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we move on to some discussion points. Uh, there's no, I'm not going to do both barrels this week because, uh, be honest with you, it's been a bit of a news light week. But there's just two things that I wanted to bring up, really. Uh, so this week saw the uh, the results of the Epic Games versus Apple lawsuit. And everybody won because no one won. Yeah. <laughs> um, everyone's so not a winner I'm going to read from GamesRadar um, a major ruling has been made in the Epic versus Apple lawsuit that could have huge consequences for the App Store moving forward an injunction issued as part of the long-running Apple versus uh, Epic lawsuits would prevent Apple from requiring developers to use its own payment methods in App Store games and apps, a landmark ruling that could make the once-walled garden that is the App Store much more competitive uh, as part of the um, decision, Epic have also been told that they need to pay 30% of the $12,167,719 to Apple for the time when they broke their agreements by having their own payment method on the store. So basically, Epic have got to pay a, a fair chunk of change to Apple, but in return, Apple have now got to allow everyone to use their own payment methods, which is going to be hugely damaging to Apple because they take, take 30% off every single transaction that goes oh. through their App their Store. Boo fucking who for Apple. I know. right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a funny bit as well where the judge said that Epic can't take advantage of that new rule, though? So Apple's still able to ban all of Epic from doing it, but it just can't ban anybody else from doing it now, which I thought yeah. was really amusing. That's such like a middle finger to Epic as well.
1: Yeah, so Epic have already requested that um, Fortnite be reinstated to mobiles in, I think it was Korea, um, and Apple have already said no. <laughs> so yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's basically what what the, the ruling has said that Apple still have first refusal, refusal to say you're not allowed on our store, and um, unfortunately that does mean that Epic bollocks oh, have... well, that's, that's worked i can know that
2: happened during the quiz <laughs>
1: um so it does mean that um there are going to be um issues for apple and epic moving forward but it does mean that the uh, the app, app store is likely to become quite a competitive place right now because people developers and publishers rather than apple are going to be able to take a chunk of that 30 percent have you guys got any thoughts and feelings on this
2: it's actually a good result all around I think it helps break up a bit of Apple's monopoly over it Um, and I think also I didn't I thought the way Epic went about it was a bit kind of shady and a bit scummy as well because they purposely went and broke their contract and then cried victim about it after knowingly doing so but inadvertently they've actually done a really good thing for the industry um, but to no benefit of their own so they're gonna I think they have to pay all the legal fees they obviously have to pay the 30% to Apple they now can't put any of their apps on there either so it's kind of just I think everybody but those two companies is kind of just laughing. Um, so I think it's ended up having a really good result, but completely inadvertently for both of them. Um, but I think of the two, I think Apple still come out of it better than I think Epic do. Um, but yeah, it's just a bit of a stupid one. It was just a big slang and match between two giant companies wrangling over more money when they already have billions upon billions to spend anyway. It's bad, really.
0: It, it, um, yeah, that, sorry, that's me. I've got to go some, some dickheads broken their elbow. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, so we've got to get in there and operate before he has neurovascular
3: impingement. Oh. Okay.
0: So, yeah. Sorry, short and sweet. Um, it was nice to catch up with everyone. But yeah, sorry. Comes <laughs>
3: yeah. in to... and wins the quiz. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. pops
0: in. Pops in. <laughs> out, out nerds the nerds. Yeah. All you really wanted to do was assert your dominance to the quiz yeah. and then
1: head off. Yeah. yeah man, this I'm going to win just, this new mode too. This is just digital scent marking. He <laughs> yeah. smashed I'm, it. To be fair, so I'm I'm leaving this in the in the quiz in, in the re-edit because just fucking turning up and running the fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't give any uh, you know patient information out, so it's yeah. fine. But he um, just mic dropped the fucking podcast. Fuck off now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, I'll see everyone at some point. See All you.
1: Right.
3: Enjoy okay. Go save the world.
1: Um. So yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting. Uh, take And I think it's one of the things that really stood out to me is the fact that um, Epic made 12 million or so dollars in the period where it installed its own payment resource um, kind of path. And when Apple decided to kill it off, which kind of says to me how much money Epic were making on the app store. 12 million is a hell of a lot of money over a very short, couple, I think it was like a couple of days that that, that the payment method existed.
2: Yeah, it wasn't very long at all. Apple shut it down pretty damn quick.
1: So it just goes to show how much of a behemoth um, that um, Fortnite has become. And while we're talking about Fortnite, I just kind of want to... So Ross sent in a little blurb about the new Fortnite that I want to read out because I was going to put this in the Game of the Week, but I knew we were talking about Apple. So um, talking about our Game of the weekend, Fortnite, Ross said... Wrong thread. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay. So, Ross said, Fortnite, sorry to be boring, but the, the event and the first day of the new season has been great. The updates make for a far more robust and straightforward levelling up system, and the island's new area are fun to explore. Still have plenty to see, but if you're a long-time Fortnite fan, there are some cracky Easter eggs hidden around here. Have you guys ever tried Fortnite?
2: I played about... <laughs> about 10 matches or so a couple of years ago. I managed to win one of them and then I haven't touched it again ever
1: since. Hey you retired a champion. Well done.
2: Yeah I literally <laughs> got a win and I was like I'm good now I'm
1: done I'm out. <laughs> I've completed Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. How about you Kat, have you played Fortnite?
3: Um no I've not ever played Fortnite and do you know what? I probably would really like it because I really liked PUBG when it came out when I had an Xbox. And I know that they're similar, but just a cartoon version. I don't know how I'd get on with building stuff, but I know a lot of Fortnite players who say they play the game and they don't build anything and they still kind of get quite far. Um, I think I'm worried that I'll get addicted and then I'll just, you know, then I'll just be on Ross's bandwagon of, look at Fortnite, it's so great. And yeah, nobody wants about- to be driving that car.
1: <laughs> I, I find myself dipping in every new season and I, mm. just, I just kind of bounce off it nowadays because... I'll be honest with you. The, the building is the part that, that kills me off. I'm pretty good at yeah. battle royale games, um, but unfortunately, every time I come face to face with somebody, I shoot at them and they turn into a five-story building.
3: Yeah, it, it just <laughs> it, nothing
2: could something came up better. They just turn into a skyscraper and then snipe you, and it's like fuck off.
1: Yeah, and that would like actually infuriate in me. That, that's what happens. And it, it's yeah. it's it's you know this is why I prefer Apex Legends and PUBG mm. and those kind of things. But you know. I know that Ross adores this game and I imagine part of that $12 million was because of him. So (laughs) I hope you're doing well, Ross. I hope you're feeling better.
2: The 30% was just Ross.
3: (laughs) What's really funny about this is obviously um, Epic own Fortnite and Apple don't have to give it back. They don't have to take it off their iOS store. So not only are Epic banned from like affiliating now with Apple, they also have to put their highest selling profit in game pretty much of all time still remaining on Apple stores, which that's hilarious to me. That's really funny.
1: <laughs> it is. It's, it's going to be an interesting... One thing that I really hope doesn't happen, so one of the things that got all embroiled in all this case was the fact that the Unreal Engine is like a thing that Apple wanted to to this whole thing. I just hope mm. that at some point no, no one tries to push this further and we end up with, um, you know, Apple saying, okay, Unreal Engine games are off the store because mm. that would absolutely destroy an entire section of the industry mm. I mean it's I can't see it happening I just it's Apple so
3: <laughs> well they're still weighing in so I read a couple of hours ago it was released today that a representative has said that they still don't know if they're going to appeal the decision and it's just like come on so like, you got enough money don't waste more you might as well just like throw it in the bin at this point just sat light to it
1: I'm, I'm just really glad that we had two billionaires fighting and both of them lost. <laughs> it's just the best outcome for everybody. Um, so let's move on to the, next, the other piece of news. So I don't know if you guys have seen this, but um, the, there was a leak earlier this week from Redfall, which I don't know if you guys can remember. Redfall was the kind of mic drop moment from the E3 Xbox showcase.
3: Um, yes. The vampire and, thing.
1: Yeah. So it was yeah. the, the trailer was totally CGI, where you had four vampire hunters facing off against vampires and some pre-alpha footage has leaked onto the internet and some some of the people that have been playing the game have been leaking details so i'm just going to read some of those details now it's this has been pretty divisive on the internet this week um one thing i will say is if you're going to go and seek out the stills and the footage from the leaked pre-alpha stuff this is pre-alpha stuff and pre-alpha stuff is intentionally ugly because you don't want to spend time making art assets for things now that you need to change later. So the game looks blocky, looks horrible, faces aren't finished, and that kind of stuff. Please don't ever consider that that though the quality of those images and the video uh, to what the, the final product would be. And so the same can be said about some of these details, which might change. But what it sounds like is this this game is. The core of this game is is much different than people were expecting. And this is coming from some of the people that that leaked the the game. So uh, the gameplay is is a a styles and loop, which is very similar to Borderlands. There's a seamless open world compared to the likes of Breath of the Wild and Ghost of Tsushima. It can be played solo or in co-op. There are six playable characters to choose from, with each of which has a unique hero ability. Uh, One character has a bird that acted as a sort of drone and the other would cloak for added stealth. Another character had something similar to a shadow hop another ca- and, and another had a short-range telepo- teleport move which looked like the blink ability in Dishonored. Uh, the game can be tackled stealth or guns blazing, so there's options there. You get XP from killing enemies and doing missions. There are side missions. There are boss fights in the game, similar to bosses in Borderlands. The size of the map is similar to the scope of Fallout 76 or Go of Tsushima. There's a mix of t- uh, traditional weapons like rifles and handguns And then also more unique stuff like a stake launcher. There are enemies uh, have a dynamic mix of range, melee, vampire, and human. And there are NPCs, but not AI-partnered replacing human co-op like in Left 4 Dead. Uh, It's closer to Assassin's Creed or the uh, Assassin's Creed NPCs or Borderlands. So what I think what a lot of people took from that original trailer was the fact that this was going to be a vampire-style Left 4 Dead game. And what I think we're getting is a looter shooter from Arcane that's got that's kind of similar to Borderlands and features vampires. So I don't know if you guys have read these links. What, what, what's your take on these details? Um, do you want to go first, Kat? I
3: don't mind. Um, yeah, I can go first. Um, I was reading this earlier and I remember this game and I remember this game being one of the highlights, one of my highlights. I remember all of us being like this looks awesome can't wait to get into this really wonder kind of what what's in store I think I've read a lot of articles that are assuming that the pre-alpha is what it looks like which is like stupid um, because obviously it doesn't look like that and I'm not put off even though I, I don't like Borderlands I'm not put off by the fact that it's like Borderlands or being compared to Borderlands because I think that if it is a looter shooter and you can, you know, it still sounds pretty cool. Um, it still sounds, you know, you've got different dynamic characters, you've got different, um, just, yeah, just just differences. And, and although it, it sounds like Borderlands, it's not going to be Borderlands. And I think that, you know, I think for some people that's going to make a break, you know, when someone compares another game to another game, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's amazing because I love Borderlands. And I think it's also good to, to have an open mind if you don't like the game it's being compared to because, know that that's gonna it's gonna turn off a lot of audiences yes we really did expect kind of like a left for dead back for blood situation which would have been great would have been amazing um in terms of uh kind of co-op but obviously we have we have back for blood for that as well um, that's coming out um obviously that's free to play on on xbox on, on xbox on game pass 60 quid if you're a ps5 player um but yeah i'm still really excited to get into this i'm still excited to give it a go um especially is the fact that you can play it as a co-op or single player, and I really like that in any main story. Um, So, yeah, I don't think it's put me off. If anything, it's made me more intrigued to check it out. Um, But I've heard, I also read that obviously Arcade, they've not said anything, they've not made a statement about any of it, they've not, um, no one's said anything, they haven't confirmed, denied anything, so it'd be interesting to know if they do reach out or they do um, say anything, but we'll just have to wait and see.
1: Yeah, I think Normally, if stuff is fake, I think um, they, they they're quick to deny it, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they're quick to deny it. Whereas I, th- I think this stuff, I think a lot of people have been out there just defending the, the content, saying, please do not take this as representation of a final product. Absolutely, yeah. This is this is way, way, way early in design. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Miles, what, what are your thoughts on this before I dig into it? Yeah, so obviously as
2: we've seen from previous pods I absolutely adore Arcane, one of my favorite studios. I think if any studio was going to be doing a Borderlands open world game that would actually be interesting to me and actually would make me want to play it, it would be Arcane. So this might be a Borderlands game that you might actually get me to play, Sean. Um but I think we from what... <laughs> <laughs> so I think if um I had a look at some of the coverage and the leaked kind of screenshots and the bits and pieces that were kind of spoken about. And you can see it's so early on in the development that the game is not going to come out. It's going to be very, very different um, in lots of different ways by the time it ever releases. Which I think they're planning it for next year, summer or winter time potentially, which is actually quite soon. Um, But I think that from the look of it, I think what some people are a little bit concerned about is that it looks much more... Um, arcane's kind of style has always been very stylized in the sense that you can look at a screenshot of their first person games and you can kind of tell they're an arcane game immediately and this one looks a bit more i don't want to say generic because it's not but it looks more like a lot of other shooters and i think that's why people are starting to already get the borderlands or the kind of the usual first person shooter vibe off it and i think that's why some people might be a bit worried because arcane are normally very kind of They have a very distinct art style and you can normally tell it immediately, whereas from the stills on this one, you can't. But like you said, Sean, this might be because they just haven't worked on the art assets or that might just be a really basic build of what they want it to look like uh, fundamentally. And then they're going to build on top of that to make it more stylized. But the idea of Arcane actually doing a full open world really excites me, because if when I think of like playing through Prey or Dishonored, you know, Prey especially is effectively an open world separated by an elevator ride or doorways or whatever. It's a very kind of structured open world but it still kind of is one because you can almost go to most areas at any time and it's as you progress and unlock different things you can enter different parts and you can progress in multiple different ways but the idea of Arcane getting to do all of their environmental storytelling and to build out a fully fleshed out realised you know, entire world, that actually really excites me because their environmental storytelling is some of the best in the industry. Um, And I think if they're given the development time and the finances to make the game, you know, that their directors have a lot of vision and ambition, if they can be able to make what they want to, I think it could be something really special. And I think the idea of it being a looter shooter, you know, Open World Borderlands-esque you know would fill me with a bit of trepidation i think if it was any other studio doing it but because it's arcane i'm i'm more than happy to kind of wait and see as to what they're going to produce out of this because if you think they're just finishing Deathloop now and they're already obviously a decent chunk of the way into that this is clearly a studio which is going places and microsoft is obviously going to be plowing quite a bit of money into this and so i'm actually quite optimistic for it and even if it doesn't end up being my jam i still Think Arcane will do a very good job with it. I think this will turn out to be a very good game. So yeah, fingers crossed.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I I'll be honest with you. I I wasn't on the Xbox Reaction podcast, and I'm pretty good. Glad that I was because I w- I would have been a bit of a Debbie Downer. Um, because when I first saw this trailer, one of my pet peeves uh, is CGI trailers, and they they are great to give you a tone and feel about what a game might be like, might be like. But this this one was one of those that looked like part of a Pixar movie that they'd created that absolutely would not look like what the finished product would look like, and I'm I'm pretty happy about the fact that this has come out and is is not what people you know it's not the tone that people were going to get. I I I like Looter Shooters. I like Borderlands. If this is the way the game is going to be, I'll probably be into that. But also, one of the things that that worries me is the fact that we have Xbox Game Pass and it's pushing for more multiplayer games. You know, I don't know if you know this, but the, the way that games are played paid for often via Game Pass is via engagement. So you, you see game your studios that historically have been single player studios joining Microsoft and then creating multiplayer games. Uh, for example, Obsidian. You know, they are absolutely stone cold for um rpgs you know they've developed some absolute classics including outer worlds and their first product for microsoft is grounded a multiplayer survival sim that is an absolute time sink but is very outside of obsidian's wheelhouse and i don't think that's anywhere near as good as some of the other survival games that are out there already it's, it's cool it's got a nice sci-fi 80s vibe but it's it's just not in the obsidian wheelhouse that I would love to see now if if this if this game if Redfall is the game that's coming from uh, Arcane and they are putting all of their resources into it I'm sure it's going to turn out amazingly what I hope is also the case is that they are giving some money to a different part of that studio to continue to make the immersive sims that they do so goddamn well. You know, you look at Deathloop, you look at the Dishonored games. Those are the games that I want to see coming from Arcane because I know they can nail them absolutely down. I hope that this this Redfall is actually a side project and everyone who's working on Deathloop is now working on Dishonored 3 or something similar, you know. If everyone is is now working on Redfall, I I kind of feel like I'm being shortchanged by the studio acquisition. I have an xbox i will gladly pay play whatever they put out but also i really want the games that that arcane can do really well and that's my only concern about this and i know there's been a couple of articles published this week from a couple of xbox developers who say being part of game pass does not change your development but i feel like it is <laughs> and that's my only concern i just want the good games from arcane that i know they can make rather than the shooter and uh yeah
2: yeah I think that's a pretty fair concern I think if you look at what Arcane do well it doesn't really mesh with online stuff particularly well does it it's not that kind of you know chaotic all about loads of people on a map at any one time it's about very intricate detailed worlds and multiple ways of playing and a very they're usually quite kind of isolationist stories aren't you if you think of the roles that you play in Dishonored and in Prey you know, you're on the space station you spend large amounts uh, large amounts of time on your own and the threat of the game it's not even a horror game but the threat of it is that you don't know where the Typhon are at any time. Um, and so I think yeah your concerns are quite valid there of is their gameplay style gonna mesh well with that and you know can they pull it out the bag where they can integrate all these new mechanics in a way which still feels like them? Um, so yeah no I think you've got some fair concerns
1: there. I, th- I think where, where I think they could shine. As, if if you remember Bulletstorm was was a first person shooter game. well you see I, I didn't really gel with it but what, one, one thing I really found about that game was they managed to make an immersive sim out of a first person shooter and make it fun and daft so you know you, you had a million and one ways to kill people in that game um, and I could see multiplayer being part of that game where and, and if that's the way they're going if they are basically baking because obviously a lot of immersive sim like kind of dna is about allowing the player to play how they want to play and giving just just the toolbox to do so and it would be great if that could be, become a multiplayer thing i just i want to see what they do i'm just really curious about what they what they managed to do here and if it is if it is bad i feel shortchanged that we're not going to dishonor three or whatever the hell they could make but yeah i'm so hyped for it now like I, I love love loot shooters and that the tone of that trailer. Well, you know, I wasn't exactly wild with it because it was CGI. I'm just so on board with the tone. You know, we don't get much much in the ter- in the shape of like vampire Loot shooters. Will it be the first? I think it might be. So you know, let's get on board. And if, if you want if you are listening to this podcast and you've seen the footage, don't do not take any notice of the the lack of quality and those. It's so early in development. Pre-alpha means they've not even done their first round of tests and trial, it, like, if you, if you see, if you go and look at pre-alpha footage of, like, Destiny, God of War, it's blocks, the flooring is is just like wire mesh. These games at pre-alpha stage are not supposed to be pretty. They're supposed to just work. So please don't t- take that, consider- that into consideration. Let's move on to our third and final topic of the day, Are there any games that really need a remaster? I ask this question because obviously we're getting Knights of the um, Old Republic remade and we are getting an Anna Wake remaster. And it feels like we're now getting towards the end of the barrel of things that need to be remade or remastered. Obviously, there are some things that people will always uh, fight for. Um, I I imagine Cat will be fighting for a complete remake, not just a remaster, of 3D platformers, Similar to Sparrow.
3: No, it's okay. Toys for Bob gave me my um my reignited trilogy, but I would like a Sparrow four. Thank you, Toys for Bob. If you could <laughs> get the fuck off of COD, that would be great.
1: <laughs> Kat, have you got any game series that you would you really like you would really like to see? Yeah,
3: absolutely. Do you know what I don't think we've seen in ages? Go on. Grandpa's
1: daughter Five. Oh, <laughs> seen it I've not seen. It. Oh for fuck's sake. I've not
3: seen it anywhere. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's been a while since that's come out, hasn't it? No, um, I'm kidding. (laughs) I have four. Um, So, first of all, I think Red Dead 1 needs needs a remaster. Uh, It's been a while, Red Dead 2's come out. It'd be nice to get the the first one, so you just play them succinctly, and, uh, yeah, what a great game. Um, This is a really old-school game that I played when I was a really small child. Um The Simpsons hit and run, I always see on like every Reddit list ever where they're like, why has this game not been remade? Um, Goldeneye. Um that'd be a great game to remaster or even remake.
1: Yeah, I mean it, that would absolutely need a remake. And yeah. Me and Greg, Greg and I, sorry, terrible English there. Um <laughs> <laughs> we, we played a bit of Goldeneye at EGX a couple of years ago. That game is aged like really?
3: shit. Really? Oh, really? It's not like fine wine. It's just
1: oh, fucking it's, geometric
3: blocks everywhere. <laughs>
1: it's vinegar at this point. It's, <laughs> never mind wine. It's just so bad. Um, but, if it, I mean, it, the maps and characters, yeah, I'd be awful. people. Yeah. mode brings it all back.
3: Yeah, absolutely. That was cracking. Um, and the last one, which would probably bring me to get an Xbox again, would be the Fable series. I like one two and I know I know they announced E3 they they put one sentence in there where they were they're making a new one um where they said we just can't show you anything yet and I'm that's really exciting because it potentially does bring the um prospect of a remaster but yeah they're my four um I guess I would love to see LA Noir, but that has only recently been remade but or, or Bully as well Bully would be great uh, but Rockstar are um you know they obviously just really like Grand Theft Auto, so i'm not doing anything with bully right now um um, but yeah so simpsons golden eye red dead and fable and bully
1: and any
3: others (laughs) (laughs) yeah anything else really i've just done a toby there but yeah so
2: okay that's,
1: that's me miles have you got any any games that you would like to see remastered
2: yeah i've got a couple um I fully agree with Bully. I would love to see a Bully properly remade. I wouldn't want to remaster. I played it when it was re-released on PS4. Still loved it. Um, I also had Red Dead Down, so cats beat me to the punch from that one. Uh, The main one for me was Mirror's Edge. Um, I know it wasn't everyone's favourite game, but I absolutely loved it. And I feel like with the current-gen graphics and that art style and just the way it was... Aesthetically delivered, and I feel like they could do the mechanics a lot better, especially with like the haptic feedback. I just feel like it would be unbelievable on a PS5 if they could, you know, properly redo that all the way from the ground up. Um, bit biased here, but spec Ops to the line. Absolutely adore that game. Also think that its graphics at the time maybe didn't quite do it the greatest service it didn't have the highest budget to work with and i feel like if it was given a proper budget and was either remastered or preferably again kind of remade properly i feel like the impact of that game would be significantly higher Um, a kind of funny one just from the ps2 days was mercenaries i don't know if you played that but i played that game through about three four times absolutely loved it
1: yeah it was great
2: yeah, such a good game. There's nothing better than dropping, like, a giant missile for no reason on just, like, one poor unsuspecting side. <laughs> and I would just love to see that in, like, proper, you know, full graphics now, 4K, 50-inch TV, just watching a nuclear warhead go off on some dude. I'd love it. Nice. Um, And my last one that I thought about, which doesn't really need it, but I think if they redid Assassin's Creed, remade it, and added some actual good side content, I think that world and that game especially would be excellent if I had the good parkour mechanics of now, but kept its same structure where the focus was on, you have one target, you have to kill them, this is how you do it. Um, I think that would actually work really well in today in today's world. Um, so yeah, those are my few that I considered.
1: Bravo, good list. I think you've all stolen most of mine. Um, but the, the two that I have on my list that you haven't said already uh, were Singularity, which is before Raven Software got put onto uh, Call of Duty. That was their last like release that was basically them. And it was an awesome time jumping game where you, you in this base, it just completely it was sent out to die basically with absolutely no marketing. And um, it's a real shame because the game deserved much better reception than it got. The multiplayer for that game was genuinely some of the best um multiplayer that I'd experienced on that generation, where you could play as different uh, types of uh, alien, sorry, not alien, just kind of monsters that stuck to surface, like one could like stick on all surfaces you had like a human player who had guns and it was just such a great multiplayer experience and the other game that i think absolutely deserves like another lease of life is blur so i don't know if you guys remember blur it was like a, a racing game where it's an arcade shooter uh where you pick up things and shoot it was just a really great cog racing game that deserved much better reception than it got again i think it's just kind of focusing on those games that i think deserve another shot rather than like, I could go on for hours, like Bully absolutely deserves it. I would absolutely take a Manhunt remaster or remake. Um, But, you know, looking at those two, those two stick in my brain all the time as games that I just love to play again, but just don't have the capability to right now. Which brings us, uh, I I think we're gonna go straight to out this week. Um, A busy week this week in releases. Um, obviously, today, if you're listening to this podcast and the date goes up, we have Deathloop arriving on PC and PS5. Uh, also, today, there's a game called Flasco Man releasing on Xbox. Uh, good, good luck to Flasco Man releasing on the day that uh, a game of the year contender is releasing. It's very brave. Uh, also releasing is Cruise and Blast tomorrow. Or today, sorry, on September 14th. Uh, a retro racing game on the Switch. On September 15th, we've got Fire Commander coming to uh, PS5 and PC. Merrick's Market is coming to PC, PS4 and other consoles. Uh, Flynn, Summer of Crimson is releasing on Switch and PC. Uh, Cat Lateral Damage, Remoustered, is hitting PC, Switch, PS5 and Xbox Series, I believe. Uh, That game is great. You play as a cat that has to destroy things in the house by knocking them off surfaces. It's cool. Um, Also on September 15th, uh, Dustwind, The Last Resort, and Mr. Pumpkin 2, Kowloon, World City. Uh, also releasing on September 15th, wow, what a busy day, um, is Titan Chasers. Now, I highly recommend this game. I'm not going to spoil it for you. I highly recommend you go into this, this blind. It's finally coming to consoles, but uh, it's a narrative game um, where you you chase monsters. It's kind of like a... Um, I don't know if you remember the film Monsters where there's monsters in the fog and people are trying to avoid it, but mostly it's a human thing. It's kind of like that. Finally, uh, no, not finally. (laughs) On on September 15th, we've got Omen of Sorrow, which is coming to Xbox uh, and other consoles. And finally, Orkan, The Dog Adventurer. Okay, September 16th, we've got Game Deck hitting PC. Metallic Child hitting PC and Switch. Uh, Project Winter finally coming to PS4 and Switch. I've just been on Xbox and PC for a while which is a cool social deduction game where you have to work together as a team to overcome, like, harsh conditions. I really want to get the whole team playing that, if possible, because it'd be really, really cool to play that with you all. Also releasing on September 16th is Skatebird, which is heading to PC and Xbox. We will have a review up on the web- website from uh, Andy. Uh, the Amazing The Amazing American Circus is hitting PS4 and PC. I Am Fish uh, is hitting PC, Xbox One, PS4, And I believe Switch on September 16th. I might have a review up for that on the day that it goes live. Also releasing September 16th is Eastwood, a cool JRPG-style game retro with pixel art that's absolutely gorgeous. Is hitting PC and Switch. September 17th, Tales of Iron, a very, very cool 2D um, adventure game where you play as a mouse who's killing frogs. It's very, very cool. Uh, I've been speaking to the developers a lot over these last couple of months. They put their heart and soul into this game. Give it a look. It's called Tales of Iron. That's hitting PC and consoles. Also on the 17th, Aragami 2 is hitting. So is Severed Steel on PC. Toe M, a photo adventure, is hitting Switch, PC, and PlayStation, and Xbox, I believe. Uh, that's a, a black and white game about taking pictures. Oh, wow, this, this week is, is hardcore. Nino Kumi 2, Reverend Kingdom, is hitting Switch. Uh, the original Nexamon game is coming to PS5, Switch and Xbox Series. Uh, Absolove End of Gods is finally releasing on Xbox and Xbox One. So Xbox Series and Xbox One. Um, Song in the Smoke is releasing on September 18th for PC and PS4. And then, is, is this... I think this is next week, but I mean, I'm just going to mention this anyway. Kenner, British Spirits, releasing on the 21st. Everybody get hype. What a list of games! That was a that was a full go. That was broke a sweat there. Jesus, like I I I wrote this list down and was like, huh, I can't really cut any of this. It's all good stuff. (laughs) That's a lot of games. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's it for this podcast, I believe, unless I've completely missed something.
3: Favorite things, favorite things, time travel gimmicks. We're gonna
1: do. Let's let's do that then. (laughs) <laughs> Go on then Go on then Okay, uh, let's talk about our favourite thing So uh, uh, To celebrate the release of Deathloop We wanted to talk about our favourite time travel gimmicks um, So let's start with Kat What is your favourite time travel gimmick in games?
3: Uh, mine's probably pretty obvious uh, My favourite time travel gimmick is Life of Strangers backwards scenario loop thing Um,
2: You were going to take that one. I knew
3: it. Sorry, pal. You can jog on because you bought Life is Strange True Colors and you're playing it next to me. So suck it. (laughs) Um, So essentially, if you've never played Life is Strange, um, you are um, a protagonist of some sort and uh, you follow a story. Um, I mean, that's just like every game ever. <laughs> your protagonist follows the story. But um, in this scenario, you will have the chance to make choices and every choice matters. Um, but there will be some choices that are a little bit more high stakes than others. And there'll be some choices that maybe change the game in, in that episode, but there'll be overarching choices. And should you not like that choice in that moment, um, you're able to rewind time and pick a different outlook. Now, what may look quite disadvantageous immediately actually might be quite advantageous later on. So you kind of have to make the choice of, should you do a risky thing now to for the greater good, or should you do the kind thing now and it trips you up later? Um, and so although, you know, you could say to yourself, oh, well, I'll just, you know, keep rewinding time until I get the best outcome. You, you can't do that. that it's, not, it's not possible in the game. You kind of have to make a decision. Uh, do or die, you can kind of rewind a couple of times and then and that's it, really. Um, and then you kind of just have to live with your choice. Um, so, yeah. And then sometimes there's times where you'll think you can rewind and you can't. It's just tough. Uh, you've delivered your choice, you've delivered your moral compass, whichever way it's shifted. And I've always thought that was a really cool, cool kind of gimmick to a game. Um, that's you know, it does give you crippling choice paralysis because you don't know how it's going to impact the game. And as you get to know Life is Strange, as you get to know don't nod and deck nine for their um for their choices and the development of of the life is strange series you know that you know it might not be as rosy as it looks um which is always very exciting when you're playing life is strange um because you don't know if you've just accidentally killed someone in a later episode or you've you've saved everybody
1: yeah, so, yeah. those repercussions yeah
3: damn damn Damn, boy um so yeah but i I thought that was awesome it's an awesome game um that's my fave
1: okay thank you very much Kat miles what is your favorite time traveling gimmicky windy windy thing
2: (laughs) that was a nice description i like it um mine is super hot because when i got my vr obviously i've spoken a lot about how i basically play beat Saber and pretty much exclusively um but i got super hot vr when i first got my vr Uh, headset and it (laughs) completely screwed with my head because the way uh super hot works is that time doesn't move forward unless you're moving so the idea is that you could stop at any point and nothing will happen around you which allows you to effectively get that kind of uh that slow motion style matrix, you know, early max pain experience, but it was all in VR. So the idea is that whenever you moved your head was when time would then move forward. And the quicker you move, the faster time goes as well. And it just creates these like really cool action sequences where you feel like a real badass as you like swerve to dodge bullets and then you like stop dead to make sure that that bullet doesn't hit you in time. And then sometimes you stop too late. So the bullet's right in front of your face and you know you can't move in time. Um, and it just created these really cool moments. I really enjoyed playing through it. And, you know, time travel mechanics, um, I think of other ones, you know, like Titanfall 2, for example, where, you know, you press a button and it reverts you to like a previous state. And I think mechanically there's, although it looks different and there might be like an obstacle to get past, there's not a lot to that. Whereas Hot's idea was, all based around that kind of time mechanic. And I really liked how they implemented it. And especially in VR, like I said, it just makes you feel like an absolute badass. So yeah, when I was kind of considering through, um, I ended up stumbling on Superhot. And I was like, yeah, that's, yeah. I couldn't think of a game that did it better and made me feel more cool doing it as well. So yeah, I went for Superhot.
1: Really interesting. Uh, just a, a really cool game. Very good, cool, stylish game, super hot. Got stuck in my Super head. Super hard. Exactly. Every time. It's it's just one of those games where you, you play it in white. You think, how have we got like thirty years into the games industry and not had something so fucking simple yet ingenious? Like not it? unless you move. It's just so good.
2: Yeah, it's really creative and like the minimalist style to it works really well in its favor, I think as well.
1: Yeah, I've, I've not played it in VR. Um, I really want to. I played it in two D, and uh, we we should all get on the sequel. The have you played the control old delete uh, what to say no I don't think I have actually if you're if you're on the first one digitally you'll have the sequel digitally because you give it away for free oh um, okay but it's like a, an entire new chapter so with new mechanics and things there is a review on the website nice little plug that Paul okay. wrote um, like six months ago for the super hot mind crawl control Deletes. that's what it's called nice I'll check it out yeah it's worth a look uh, so my timey wimey gimmicky gimmicky favourite thing um, is the portion of Titanfall Two where time is completely flubbed. Now I know this isn't like um, the most ingenious uh, or you know original aspect of this game. This isn't the first game to have like two different su- simultaneous locations that you blink between having two different time periods, but I think this is the best use of that mechanic, where. Basically, you will blink to modern day and you'll have, sorry, blink to the past and kill somebody. And when you blink to the future, whatever that body has fallen will be a skeleton. It is sublime as a, as a mechanic, just, just for, you know, as, as in combat with uh, having to basically blink around so that like these troops are like, hey, he's there. And then you go into the past and then <laughs> walk along a little bit and then come back into the future again and they're like, where's he going and you shoot them in the back it's just so well done during combat but also as a as a level design kind of puzzle thing where you've got to use both sets of environments to get around the level it kind of reminds me I mean when I was playing Ratchet and Clank um, Rift Apart I just couldn't help but think about Titanfall 2's this particular section where you would be jumping between two different Identical, well, slightly identical. <laughs> no, it's not identical at all. Two different uh, locations that are the same place, just in different states of array. And it, it, it was just such a good use of that mechanic. Um, but a big shout out, I'm, I'm playing the game currently um, called um, Hindsight 2020, The Wrath of the Rakasha," um, which also has timey-wimey gimmick stuff. Uh, which is it's like a branching narrative and it's it's a cool game the review will be up when this podcast goes live so if you are if you are looking for something to read after you finish this podcast go and give it a listen um i think that's it did have we scratched everything off the the list of things to do yes so, yeah. well done chaps well done kath thank you very much
2: also you mentioned the singularity earlier as well doesn't that have time mechanics as well
1: it did, but I didn't want to kind of because when I thought about the time me- mechanics in Singularity, I was like, actually, Time Shift is better. But even better than that is yeah. Timefall too. Um, so yeah, um, Singularity is awesome. I really hope it gets a remaster. Yeah, and Time Shift that that got seven out of ten reviews. It deserved better. It's a <laughs> it was
2: robbed. I really um, liked the um the trophy in Timefall 2, where it's like you have to kill the whatever the creatures were and it's like in the cage in the past but not in the present and you have to like do the platforming to get into the cage in the past and then you have to buzz yourself into the future so that you can kill it and get the trophy. Yeah. I was like that's really fucking cool how they did that.
1: Yeah that entire level the the the, the timey me broken downy section is just so good like masterful level design from respawn. Uh give us time Ball three come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah that
2: game is a masterpiece it really deserved better.
1: Yes, it did. Um, thank you very much for joining us, and I want to thank Cat uh, and Miles for sticking with me. I've I've been sick for most of today, and about half an hour before starting the podcast, <laughs> I felt fine. But during the podcast, I've started to de- degrade.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> it always <laughs> happens like that, doesn't it, though? Like, you're really bad in the morning, and then you're like, oh, in the evening it goes okay, and then just before bed, you're like...
1: Yeah. Mm. So, uh, I want to thank you both for sticking with me, and uh, for uh, putting up with my Silly words. No, thank you Not for listening. Yeah,
2: thanks for having us. Yeah. Um,
1: thank you very much for listening, and uh, all of our links are and uh, everything is in the description below. We'll be back next week with another podcast. I also want to just uh, give a little shout out. Uh, this week should be the first episode of Triple A's Not Included, which is a new indie game focused podcast which I'll be releasing, fingers crossed, this week. <laughs> all being well. Um, so the first episode is going to include an interview with a developer called Doug from uh, a developer called star river. And uh, they're developing a game called uh, feral flowers, which is, it's got a demo on it right now. It's such a pleasure to play. And it was a really great conversation. And uh, if if you, if you liked the indie corner from back in the day, I think you might like this podcast. So um, if you like that kind of stuff, give it a listen. It'll come out on the same feed. So um, if you subscribe to this channel, you'll still get it, uh, it'll still download into whatever suppository you're directed to. So uh, just uh, look out for that. And uh, I hope you give it a listen. Um, it's still a learning, learning process, and I'm hoping to get some really cool guests on soon. But uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, cool. So thanks very much. And uh, I'm, I guess we say goodbye. Mm, yeah. Kat, would you like to say goodbye? Goodbye. Goodbye.
3: <laughs> Goodbyes, good stars and ladies and theys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well done. Uh, M- uh, Miles, that's your name. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye as well. <laughs> Excellent. And so I shall say goodbye. And uh, this was the Finger Guns podcast. Bye.